Hey guys, welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with Dan Collin and we have Adriana with us today too. How's everyone doing tonight? Fine. Good. I'm waiting Fine. for a hurricane to blow my house up right now. So. Why? Is it I heard it was a tornado warning yeah. in New Jersey. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. They like uh like sent the kids home from like the entire school district at noon today. Oh. In case you know wow. tornado sucks them up in the air. Mm. Uh, I mean, is is the sky green for you, like Twister? I don't know, man. It, my grass. No, but green. Helen Helen Hunt is in his backyard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dusty Dusty's in my basement, just getting preparations. Right Do you now. have cows? We've got cows. <laughs> Anybody close? Yeah, yeah. Now I get the reference. I got. Yeah, I was also annoyed by that storm today too, because you know I woke up, I saw the forecast, and I was like, "Okay, oh, we're going to sit inside all day," and then the forecast changed. I went outside, got rained on. And then as soon as I got home, it stopped raining. It's annoying. It ruins your day with your young kids, especially when you live in an apartment in Brooklyn and you can't get out of it. It's a lot of pent up, pent up rage today. (laughs) Yeah. From you or or Riley? Just everybody. No. (laughs) Old man shouting at the sky. Exactly. Hey guys, as usual, please follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us at BBU pod boys with a Z. Uh, Download that DraftKings app. Use promo code TPPN. Follow the Pigskin Podcast Network at the Pigskin Podnet on Twitter. And our sponsor today is Perk, which I'm wearing my Perk shirt right now that they gave me. Um, basically, Perk is just a high quality clothing. They call it Elevated Basics. They basically only sell like t shirts, long sleeve shirts, and chinos. Their kind of thing is that they do very few things, but do it well. And I have to say, I do love this shirt. It fits super well. It's really comfortable, breathable, lightweight. Um, can't really say anything more than other than I, I recommend it. I, I, you know, I think I might go on the site and try some of the pants out myself because if it's the same quality as the shirt, it's definitely going to be something to uh, get into my rotation, I think. Yeah. So, guys, uh, yeah, if you want to, you know, look good, but, no, you know, not gaudy or anything like that, just really simple stuff, uh, perkclothing.com. Check them out. They don't do gaudy? I'm sort of into gaudy now. I'm just – you know you know what? I've been getting a little gaudier too in my <laughs> – since we keep getting clothes for yeah. free – like this is a black shirt, which has basically yeah. been my mo for. Colin said this in the pod many times for like what my whole life. Yeah. yeah. So, getting you know that colored clothes, things with color, white, <laughs> for instance. I even went out. And I bought like a blue giant shirt. Yeah, wow. That's weird. I can't. It's vibrant. That at all. Crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. I know. Um, Miami Beach TJ over here. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have my cardigan on on the beach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. We'll get into some of the undrafted free agents today. We'll talk a little about the schedule, but just got to mention briefly, the Giants have signed a few of the draft picks. We got Thibodeau, Neal, Beavers, Davidson, McFadden, and McKeithen all signed. Um, the only details I really know is that Kayvon... Are you laughing because I pronounced Kayvon's last name wrong again? No, we didn't even laugh. I laughed. I looked oh, at did. him and he gave me a look. What did I say? What, what, Thibodeau? I think the Giants actually posted an Instagram post right after they drafted him. That was like how to pronounce it correctly. So I'll send it to you. How not to be a jerk. I'm going to need it. If you can send me like, if you have any like phonics books for first graders, I need it. Um, Anyway, with the details here, cave on Thibodeau was signed. Uh, obviously, all four year years with a fifth year option. Thirty one point three million, nineteen point nine million signing bonus. Evan Neal got twenty four point five million, fifteen million signing bonus. These contracts are all slotted in. They basically don't have much negotiation 
past what is called offset language. I don't care if anyone, I don't know if anyone cares to know what that's about, but I mean, not really too much to mention. Um, nobody's been held out of rookie mini camp because there's like a guarantee that if you get injured, you'll still get the same deal. Um, so yeah, I guess we're just waiting for hopefully to get the rest of the guys signed and get them into uh training camp. I don't know if you guys have any, anything to say about the signings or I feel like it, it won't take much time for them to get locked up. Um, I think mostly because, I mean, not that I know, and I'm not, I'm not inside the building, like neither and any of us here are not either, but it just feels like they want to get everybody on board and everybody's all, all for one. So I'm sure it's all the semantics and all the lawyer talk to get through, but I feel like they're going to get, we'll probably hear about it this week. I would imagine. Yeah. All right. I mean, let's move on. I mean, they they freed up that cap. So let's sign them. Exactly. True. I mean, that's, I guess that is a good question. Like, what, how much cap do you think they have left now? Uh, that's I, I. I mean, maybe a couple of cents. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, you'd have to imagine there's enough to like they they we had they got rid of Bradbury. They have to have enough room to do what they want to do. And what was the dead money on that? I think it's like ten or eleven million. Yeah. But I think oh. before we cut him, we also had freed up one and a half or two million. So, so we had a, l- a little bit of wiggle room before <laughs> before cutting. It's, it's, it's gonna cut it close. We're well, close. you know, thanks, Dave. Yeah. POS. Oh. Um, but we'll see. Um, I can't find the information about you know where they're at. This signing's just occurred, so I'm sure that information will be available at some point. We can share it later on. Um, Cool. I'm glad they're in the fold. I'm glad the first two guys are, you know, locked up and 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 they're not going to miss any time because that's usually the only thing that may happen. I know, like Joey Bosa, for instance, um, didn't play for a while or didn't didn't uh, do uh, you know the training camp and whatnot, which I think is super important when you're a rookie. So glad those guys are signed. Um, let's talk about some other guys the Giants signed that weren't drafted. Um, so they hit the 90 man roster limit the other day. They signed two rookie tryout players, uh, Ryan Anderson, Jordan Mosley. Um, Shane basically said everybody's going to compete whether or not they were drafted or not drafted. So basically, I guess my question to you three guys is, uh, you know, who's the next Victor Cruz, Rich Stoyberg, Sean O'Hara type out of this class, you think? I mean, maybe there isn't one, but let's be, uh, let's be positive here. <laughs> um, I, I think the – I mean, I, I, I was going to talk about him last week because we thought we were going to get to this then. Obviously, we didn't because we rambled on forever. Um, but I feel Hello. like – uh, yeah, nice. Uh, Andre <laughs> Miller from Maine uh, feels like the um, Victor Cruz type character. And then I was surprised by seeing that we're going to be trying him at tight end at 6'2", 224. Um, similar to the recently jettisoned Ryson John, who is a, a, another converted wide receiver that didn't really pan out. So I don't know what the uh, the infatuation is. And this goes over multiple, uh, two different uh, regimes of trying to, uh, I, I don't know, I guess go with the straight athleticism at the tight end position. Uh, and I assume not trying to push these guys into trying to block ever. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the point is with that. But this guy, I, I've seen some video. I mean, it's Maine. It's the Patriot League. Uh, there aren't incredible teams over there, but he's super fast. He had the longest uh, reception touchdown in Maine history, mm-hmm. uh, and he looked pretty good doing it. Uh, and he, yeah, he's a big guy. I, I think it could be interesting to see what they can do with him. Uh, I don't imagine him being much of a special teams guy, so 
I don't know. He'll he'll probably struggle to fit on the roster, but who knows? Maybe he'll surprise us. Wait, Colin, can I can I interject real quick? When you say from the last regime, are you referring to Calvin Benjamin? Oh yeah. Well, that yeah, that's another example oh, actually. Yeah. That's the first one. Do, you, do you remember when he was like, "This coaching staff sucks, and there's something going really wrong here," and we were all like, "Screw that guy!" Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Why do you Why do you lose some weight, you jerk? Like, well, like what? Are we, we didn't even know what we were talking about. Maybe he did. <laughs> the Giants needed to drop some weight. I don't know. Maybe like. How much did Gettleman weigh? You think? I don't know. Who knows? Um, Adriana, who who are you thinking about? And then we'll, we'll kind of go back around a few times and see if anybody has anything else. So another um, tight end, Austin Allen, who actually was a tight end in college. Um, I have him at 6'8", 253, and I watched some of his stats today. So uh, um, not stats. I watched some of his highlights. So he's from Nebraska, and he is not super fast, but he has really good hands, and he's good at contested catches. And I think we haven't had someone who is tall and big and able to do stuff like that, especially from the tight end position in a long time. So um, he kind of seems tall and lanky. I think maybe I'd like to see him fill out a little bit more. There was no mention of him blocking at all. So I don't know if he has any of those capabilities, if they think that that's something that they can teach him or not. But I think that he could be used just as another good tight end. And I I don't know, maybe they see him as being used – as kind of like another wide receiver um, because he, I guess, can run pretty good routes and can catch, but I don't know. I like him. When I I saw that signing, I I was like, oh, yes, this guy's super tall and he plays tight end and he could like be a a very useful wide tight end. But apparently he's not very strong. He had eight eight reps on the bench, which is, I think I could do that. Um, <laughs> I'm not in shape at all. Um, but they say he could, he's like really good in the air. Maybe he's just like fade in the end zone at goal line, just yeah. throw it up there. Uh, that That's all Six he's going to do if yeah. he does anything. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, look at, if you look at the numbers, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Colin. No, no, I, I was just going to uh, say as well, he had the most receptions by a Nebraska tight end ever in a season, ever. which is kind of cool. I think it was like 38 or something like that. Um, but go on. I was just uh, when when you look at his stats, um, the two that are most interesting to me are 66 out of 70 wins on contested catches, two drops and 89 targets. So, yeah, he's a big boy. He ain't strong, but, you know, hopefully he'll put some weight on and then you just throw him the ball in the end zone and let him jump and catch it. That's basically all you need to do. Yeah. What I would like to see is him be used like Kyle Rudolph was supposed to be used as a perfect red zone target. So maybe that's what they think they can use him as because he is so much taller than some of the other guys. He's definitely interesting athletically to me. And I mean, 6'8 is not something you teach. He can put on weight. Whether or not that will affect his speed moving forward, that's that we'll see. But if they could put some weight on him, develop him as a little bit of a blocker, you know, he might not just be like someone who is on a fringe roster candidate because he does have that kind of freakish size. Right. Well, that's the question though. Like they have to figure that out now. I mean, they must have a plan. Either he's dropping weight and trying to get faster and just, you know, being a straight up wide receiver or he's putting on the weight and getting coached to block. So I'm wondering which way they're going to go. It'll be interesting. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, interesting prospect in who are you looking at? Who's your, like, uh, your number one, you think? 
<laughs> I was going to say who are who aren't my number ones. Um, <laughs> I, I don't have. I, I don't think I have a number one yet. Like I'm looking through all the undrafted free agents, seeing their like relative athletic score, and Colin I think gobbled up the number one relative athletic score with uh with Andre Miller. Um, but uh, there was news that, that came out this week at some point where um, Dable was talking about. Um, the running back from uh, Florida State that we, we picked yeah. up, uh, Jay Sean Corbin, um, mm-hmm. who has you know supposedly a very complimentary skill set to Saquon, um, you know, and I'm a big fan of, of dra- getting running backs in late in draft, late in the draft or undrafted free agents. I feel like there's always a good chance they could pop. Um, I don't think he was highly um, scored due to his measurables. Like he had a, a four six forty yard dash, um, and you know just average eye and weight. But uh, you know the 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 the, re- the review on him is that he's got you know some of that stuff that's harder to measure, such as balance and vision, um, you know, sort of an elusivity, um, which you know can show up in three cone drill, I guess. But uh, you know they, they say he he's you know makes really makes an amp- impact on the field, and and Dable backed that up by saying that he think he can be an early contributor um, within the running back rotation. So uh, that's always cool, and, and I always root for you know. Like I said, undrafted or, or uh, low or low drafted running backs to, to succeed. So we'll see. I saw um, two notes out him today coming out of OTAs, and one of them that he caught one of the touchdowns from Davis Webb, who threw oh, three touchdowns nice. today. Nice. So you know he's trying to win out that position from Jones, I guess. Um, but also that Corbin got work as a punt returner, so oh, I thought cool. that was interesting because, um, like you said, he doesn't—he's not a huge guy. Yeah. But um, they also said that Wandale Robinson they were using as a punt returner too. So you know, I'm sure they're trying to kind of just build up the versatility between these guys and see, but maybe that's kind of what they're thinking too, is that he could be used as a pretty good punt returner. And I, I watched some of his highlights today too. And he did, um, he seems like he was pretty fast running like 70 yards down the field for a (laughs) touchdown. So I was, I was kind of impressed by that. You, you do wonder, uh, how he, uh, he he literally tore his ass off the bone. If you read that, uh, I did little, not read that. <laughs> well, it, it was his hamstring came completely off the bone mm. in college, Gruesome. and he had an arduous oh climb to get back to being the starting running back for Florida State, which is incredible in itself. Yeah. Not only that, but we we hold him in such high regard that he got one hundred and ten thousand uh, guarantee. Uh, yeah, right. Off. I saw that he was one of the few guys to get some money. Actually, yeah, a priority free agent. And uh, drafted. it was number zero in college, which I guess we're accumulating these guys. That right? could be cool. Yeah. I don't, you, I still don't think it could be number zero. Yeah, I know. I, 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 know. I, do, I do like this pickup simply because I think he would have been drafted. He just had a bad 40 time, which four or six, but he did have the two longest t- TDs in the ACC last year, 89, 79 yards. So he huh. is able to break off those big runs. Yeah. But more importantly to me, 6.2 yards of carry um, caught 81.3% of his pass targets. Um, and also, he's a great pass blocker too. I think PFF had him what ninety, almost ninety eight percent pass block efficiency rating. Um, so to me, I mean, getting a running back that you're basically not wasting a draft capital on, I think someone who could come in and definitely make this team, hundred percent can make this team. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I like him better than Gary Brightwell already, just by <laughs> what I'm from what I've read. So wait, 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 which is, is he not on the team anymore? Brightwell, I, I believe, think he's still. I believe is. he's yeah. still on the team. Um, oh, I, yeah. I did not read about. I couldn't him. cut him yet. 
I mean, we can we can we can look. Maybe this up, they're want to use him on special teams because I know <laughs> that they, they tried to use him on special teams last year. Yeah, maybe they just think that's a better spot for him. I don't know. That he was his upside last year. They're like, this guy might be able to contribute on special teams. Like, okay, yeah. good, right. good. I'm glad we. They, oh they should God. have. They, they should have cut him with whoever in the front office. Uh, uh, uh Chris Pettit. Yeah. <laughs> they right, both. Right, listen, listen. We have to stop talking about Gary Brightwell because I'm reading some things about his childhood and his personal life, and they're oh. very disturbing. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> do you, should I share it with you? No, I don't know. I, I read some stuff about Jay Bromley after I made fun of him real bad, and. Yeah, oh. probably, we should probably ease up on that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, uh, just, just go to Wikipedia and read the paragraph on his personal life. All right. All right. Well, all right. Let's just leave him alone and all hope right. he Sorry, sticks Gary. and hope he let's does. Move yeah. on. Gary, I'm sure Judge, Judge will have you back on his Patriot special teams. <laughs> oh, my. By the way, um, I don't know if you've been reading. I was reading about Joe Judge and the Patriots today. I know this is off He might topic, be the offensive but, coordinator. Um, yes. Him, no. and Patric- him and Patricia are up to be offensive coordinators. And apparently, people in. New England fans are livid about it <laughs> yeah. because they don't want him anywhere near Mac Jones. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah, near Mac I don't Jones. blame him. He was supposed to be a special teams coordinator. Our special teams was like one of the worst in the Awful. league. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate what, what I don't get even more is Patricia. Like, how do you take a guy who's been a defensive coordinator or defensive minded head coach his entire career and be like, Hey, you run the offense. Uh, Cause he knows what the defense I'm is going to do. So he can do the opposite, dude. And maybe maybe Bill's losing his mind already, or I don't know. If he had one, possessed one to begin with. <laughs> no, no, that's that's a, a heart and a soul. He has a mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think there might be like uh, some type of alien intervention or something going on there. That's, that's fair. Who knows? Um, anyway, back to free agents, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me do one. <laughs> What you got? <laughs> I'm going to go off and, and mention uh, uh, Yusuf Corker, the safety yeah. from Kentucky. Um, he's a, he's a technically a free safety, six foot, 203 pounds, but apparently does like to run downfield, can play in the box, um, maybe misses on some tackles because he loves to do the big hits. But, yeah. you know, who didn't like to do the hit stick in Madden? Um, yeah. I, I played I just, football that way, literally. Yeah, good. Um, the reason why I like him is just because I think it's a thin position, and I think, you know, one of his best traits is his ability to blitz as a DB, which I you know is something that Wake Martindale is very into. Um, so in terms of people who could maybe come in and make the team and have an impact, whether or not it's on special teams or a situational um, type player, I, I think he can do it. He, he can cover too. I mean, um, he could play in cover too also. Hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, he allowed 54% of passes thrown to him to be completed. So nothing special. He's more going to be a, kind of run stopping blitzer kind of guy, but those skills can develop. Uh, you never know. Um, any thoughts on Yusuf? Cause I'm pronouncing it wrong. Definitely. Uh, no, I think yeah. that's right. And I, yeah. I, yeah. I think he's one of those guys that like plays a lot bigger than he actually is, which is cool, which is so very much so a, uh, a, a Ravens type safety, you know, it's just Wink Martindale all day long. So it makes sense. It's great how you can see, the fingerprints of this coaching staff on all these players that were brought in one way or the yeah. other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know much too. about him, but yeah, some, a couple other things that I have seen and read about him um, is he has really good instincts and he's aggressive. So two things also that Wink loves um, something else that I saw was that today he got the only interception in the OTAs. So oh. 
I am hoping that there are some videos that come out of these OTAs because I want to see them. There was talk of um, someone also had the best. Oh, Bellinger had the best TV catch of the day. So I'm looking for these things. But there's been a little bit of speculation that maybe they'll move Julian Love to corner. And I wonder if that's the case. If they do that, then they see someone like Yusuf stepping into the safety position. And that's why they there's been. Some talk from uh, one of the draft analysts thinks that Yusuf is going to be one of the few who does make the team. So I wonder if that's kind of what they're thinking. Oh, and Dan, uh, yeah. two-time captain for the team, too. So Oh, very important. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. 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 Can't yeah. teach that leadership. No. <laughs> Dan hates that. He yeah, hates- no. <laughs> uh, I mean, when that's like the number one metric you're drafting on, I think you got to reconsider. Yeah, but, fair. Uh, Priorities. We'll you, yeah. Yeah. Is, are we going to talk about Jay Bromley again? No, no, no. We, we already did. For the second time on this podcast. That's what brought that up in the first place. Wow, Dan. Can't believe you would say those things. <laughs> what should, should I remember what episode it was so I could delete it? <laughs> oh, it, was like, it was like two, two, one, two ago. I don't, maybe? Know. I don't know. No, uh, who cares? No one cares. Colin, Colin who, else, uh, who else do you like? Oh, well, you know who I have to talk about now. I've got a guess, you're, 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 but uh, I'll let you say it. Well, I, you're going to laugh, but after I looked into him a little bit more, he's not the kind of player that I actually thought he was going to be, and that's Jeremiah Hall from... Uh, of course, that's 100% who I thought you were going to say. Yeah, yep. the H-back from Oklahoma. Well, you you thought that last week, too, and I caught you on it, so whatever. Uh, well, um, I didn't remember. I don't remember last week. That was a yeah. long time ago. <laughs> well, after I looked into some of his highlights, I figured turning it on would be like, okay, he's just going to... They're going to show him running over a bunch of people. It's going to be one of these situations with, you know, three-yard... Uh, runs right up the gut, and that's it. And no, every single play was him catching somewhat long passes. He's definitely more of a tight end. He looks like a fullback, but he's a tight end, and he plays like a tight end, which is kind of really sweet. I don't know. It's like a very different – like he's like – Chris Cooley is a good good example. Just popped in my head. But like tougher. Yeah, I've heard Madison Hedgecock too, but um, Chris Cooley probably a bit more – probably a deal more talented than this guy but they so, have a similar kind of skill set i would i would say directly in between those two people is exactly what this player is mm-hmm. um you know he's 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 thicker uh than cooley and he's not as big as hedgecock was because hedgecock was like a he was a lineman basically uh and he ran like it too yeah hall but, is six one two forty. so yeah. you know and he, he's like it wasn't even just like passes in the in the flat or anything like that like he was running over you know, going across the field and catching in the corner of the end zone and, you know, diving and, and sliding and stuff like that and, and doing some athletic things that someone that size you wouldn't imagine being able to do. So he's got soft hands. I figure they, it's one of these things where we're, everyone's going to be moving around anyway, like we've talked about. Like uh, the pre-snap motion is going to be insane. He's just another perfect piece for that kind of thing. So I don't know. Uh, it's kind of Elijah Penny, but who can catch? So that's kind of cool. It's like an upgrade there. I don't know how his blocking is. I didn't really read too much into that. I don't think they used him very much as a straight up fullback, uh, but to be seen, I like it. You know, I would. It's a very Colin type player. One of those old school. Smash. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I mean, I read a little about him. I read that he can play fullback. I read he can play fullback, halfback, tight end, even line up in the slot. Fairly slow, but you know, had, 700 yards, 12 touchdowns in three years um, from Oklahoma. Um, yeah, I mean, it 
definitely kind of fits the mold of versatility, right? Yeah. Um, someone who can really move around a lot. I, I mean, I don't have too much more to add to what you already said, Colin. I, I do think it gives, you know, the Giants a little more options to run different, you know, run a more, a wider variety of sets when you have someone who can come in and play fullback, but you're obviously not going to have a fullback on your roster. So, I mean, great, great to add versatility to the offense, in my opinion. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings same-day parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And boom, you have a shot at even a bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place the same game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TPPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Uh, Adriana, who who else do you like? Okay, I am going to go for um, DT Jabari Ellis from South Carolina because I'm a South Carolina alum, so I am biased Mm, and partial to him. You will especially love that he is a team leader and he was named captain in 2021. (laughs) (laughs) But he is uh, 6'3", 278. I watched some of his highlights too. He seems like he's fast. He can get to the quarterback. Um, I saw a couple really nice tackles from him. Uh, he started in 22 out of 35 games, and he has 81 career tackles, eight and a half of them for loss. So, you know, not the best statistics out there, but I think that he um, could probably be coached up to be a pretty good um, defensive tackle. And I don't know, see how he would do in Wink's scheme. But uh, I'd like to see him get a shot and hope to see yeah. see some more of him from some practice tapes. I, I feel like it, it's very easy for a defensive tackle to catch on as that rotational kind of character. So it's they have more of a shot there. I feel like there's less thinking and more just like be big and go deal mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. You know, he'll be interesting because he's much smaller as a defensive tackle. He's yeah. he's barely six foot two, but he had a crazy fast forty. Do you see his forty was four point seven? Oh wow, forty. Wow. So he's like elite, elite forty speed. Um, I don't know how much of a run stopper he could be, but it's always cool to have someone on the inside that could potentially create some pass rush, Mm -hmm. Um, especially being so low to the ground. uh, Really change things up when you're used to blocking Dexter Lawrence. You also have to deal with this guy. Um, Could be pretty cool. It could be great chasing, you know, dudes down from the backside or stuff like that. I've seen him listed as defensive end too. So, there you go. You know, maybe, maybe he won't be a, a in your face run stopper, but someone who can chase down a play. Yeah. Uh, Converse uh, of Ellis is uh, someone that I was sort of looking into and excited. I think he was one of the earlier undirected free agents we signed was Tyrone Truesdale. Yeah. Who's like the opposite. He's 6'2, 326 pounds. Yeah. Um, so I like looked into it and he had some like interesting stats, but then apparently he couldn't pass his physical, so he won't be on the team. Oh, is that really what happened? I <laughs> yeah. was looking for him today. I'm like, wait, is he not on the team anymore? The same yeah. thing happened to me, man. I was like looking through and I was like, where's this guy? He's not on the roster. I was like, let me delete him. <laughs> so he didn't even make the freaking wow, that's incredible. Yeah, maybe he's Oof. yeah, a little too a little too thick. Um <laughs> 
But the other defensive tackle, since we're talking about them, that I thought was somewhat interesting was Chris Hinton from Michigan. Um, uh, one of these guys that doesn't have a, a ton of, you know, flashy characteristics, but he's got the stuff that, that I don't like that people care about is the, the pedigree, right? His dad played um, college football. I think he might have been a pro. Oh, um, dude, his dad was drafted fourth overall and made seven Pro Bowls. Oh, yeah, yes. okay. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah. Why, so that's why I like good. him. Yeah. Um, but uh, he... I think again, he flashes some pass rushing ability. Everything else about him uh, leaves something to be desired. I think he's he's fairly slight. He doesn't have the requisite girth that uh, you know the draft heads um, seem to appreciate. How about uh, his length, though? Yeah, no, 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 doesn't have that either. Uh, <laughs> um, the girth, me and, and, me and Hinton got a lot in common, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does it say? He struggles to reach the point of the attack and run and and run a defense. Um, as a pass rusher, he's similarly unspectacular, <laughs> um, but he's got that bloodline. So I guess you can't you can't uh, count that out. And maybe he'll shake out. Maybe he's got really great work ethic. And uh, maybe he knows we'll, the we'll game. Turn himself really well. into yeah. Maybe he he eats and breathes football. He has it for breakfast in the morning. <laughs> um, I don't know. So I thought, you know, he might be someone to keep an eye on just because I think there's going to be buzz about him because of his pedigree. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I would add about him is just that pedigree and, uh, you know, potentially, you know, someone who's going to be there first and second down, probably will never see him on third down. Um, You can't get to the passer. So, you know, another camp body, I feel like with this guy personally, but yeah, yeah. we'll see. Mm. Um, Who else? Who else can we talk about? Uh, what about uh, Josh Rivas? I was going to say who was oh, Josh Rivas. You want to do him? Our oh, offensive guard, Another Kansas guard. State. Six, yeah. five, three thirty. Big boy for a guard, huh? Yeah. Well, that's like, that's a theme. It seems with the guys we're bringing in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually it's, it's, it's sort of indicative of, of what they say about his skill set, where he's not great moving side to side, big body <laughs> that can block downhill. Um, you know, not great moving. Yeah. <laughs> he can't really move, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, basically, on an interior line, that's a big question mark. I, I don't see why adding more depth and a big boy like that, you know, whether or not he can be someone who's going to pull or uh, whatever it is that you have to do at the guard position. Maybe they kick him out and try him a tackle. I'm sure he's versatile because that's all the thing that matters this year. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, I do like, uh, I do like the the defensive end. They signed yesterday, Ryder Anderson, who, even though coming in at 24 years old, six, six, two he's played five years in college for it. Old miss with his fifth year at Indiana where he transferred to, which is a weird one for me, but in 40 games, 145 tackles, nine and a half sacks, two forced fumbles. I mean, those aren't necessarily fantastic numbers, but for someone who is coming out of a rookie tryout, um, pretty decent, um, basically could play inside outside. Doesn't really play the run super well, kind of just like a bull rusher, downhill guy, big, strong man, going to push some people over. So should be fun to watch him, uh, in camp, see what happens. Big strong man. Why? Yeah, and you know, I hate his name. Not, not that Ryder? it matters too much, but I mean, he he played at Indiana yeah, with uh, with McFadden, which is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. For what it's worth, I, I think I was laughing at TJ's for Alisman. I like that should be a, a key character trait. What is it moving forward? Big strong man. Big strong man. Big yes strong. or no? <laughs> yes. Big strong yes. man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, if if I don't know, like, how do you how do you really develop like lateral quickness? It's not really something you develop, is it? I mean, I'm not an athlete. Jump rope. Jump rope. Mm-hmm. Hey, and yeah, there's all sorts of agility drills you can do. <laughs> there's a lot of them. 
So you can teach agility. Didn't expect jump rope. Is you getting at jumping rope? I swear, uh, from experience, is is a great way to create quick feet. Huh. Which did I Jerome Bettis do a tremendous amount of jump roping? Must so how have. we got that I, way? I bet you he, he did. Quickest feet I've ever, ever seen. Rocky? Have you watched any Rocky movies in your life? Yeah, of course. But I mean, yeah. I was more looking at the muscles than like the feet, personally. <laughs> Just like the glistening muscles, you know. Mm. Did I ever tell you, like, I, when I first started dating my wife, my current wife, because, you know, she's like almost Russian. So uh, we used to uh, watch Rocky Four and I would <laughs> chant, chant USA in her face at the end. <laughs> that was always fun. That's what she. That's what she. Believe she married me. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, that, that's that's how she knew. That's how she. You know, that's forever. <laughs> that yeah. Well, now she's got an American passport, so uh, she definitely said "f Ivan Drago" the last time we watched it. So. Nice. nice. That never happened. I'm just making that up. Um, <laughs> that guy's um, from Norway, anyway. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Yeah, Bridget, is it Bridget yeah. Nielsen? Bridget Nielsen is like the yeah. She's yeah. American, is she not? Uh, no. Yeah, it's Swedish or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> American, Swedish, you know. <laughs> no. One of, those. One of those places. Um, anybody, any other undrafted free agents you guys want to mention here? Um, um, I, I want to bring up the uh, the North Carolina Edge uh, rusher, and I don't – please someone tell me how to pronounce his first name because I want to hear it from someone else. So I have Toman Fox. Too. I think it's Toman. Yeah. Toman. Well, I like his name, so I think that's reason enough to have him on the squad. You know, I and was he's another say, UNC guy. Yeah, you know, exactly. Add him to the list. Yeah. They really went down there and had a ball, had a field day for real. Well, and I think that's why there was a lot of speculation. I don't know if you guys read this, but there was a lot of speculation about them picking Sam Howell because of all the time at UNC mm-hmm. and yeah, talking yeah. to him and. You know all that, but it sounds like it was all smokescreen to get all the guards. Smart. <laughs> instead. All the guards. Yeah. <laughs> Where did Howell end up? Uh, Washington. Oh, Washington. You're right. Is he, yeah. Oh, he's he's a commander. Yeah, he's a commander. Oh, good for him. So we'll be I seeing guess. him soon. Can't wait till he starts and just throws a thousand interceptions. We never see him hear from him again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> may, maybe he'll start eating beef. If he can't. Oh, my God. Him. What a weird story that was. Oh, Did, yeah. But so, he's not a vegetarian, right? No, he eats out? chicken like a madman. No, he only eats chicken fingers. He's never had beef in his entire life. And he brings his own chicken fingers to places to eat them. Beef like he's is got a so purse. superior, though. Why would you choose chicken over it? Why Why do you have the diet of, of, a, of a four-year-old <laughs> is the real question. <laughs> a great question. I have no tolerance for that. It no. really gets under my skin. Just yeah. try it. Just try it. Like, well, never had maybe, a pair, dude. Maybe he's got a an allergy. I don't know if that. I don't know. You know. No, he's just no. scared. Can he's you be allergic scared. to like specific meats? I mean, obviously, fish and shellfish are different, but I've never heard. And I, I mean, I work at a restaurant. You'd think I would have heard of a beef allergy by now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. Someone told them you're allergic to salt and pepper one time, and I was like, "Well, you're making that up." Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> no one's even maybe they to don't like the musical group. Oh, oh God, man! Oh man, can't wait till you have kids, Colin. It's going to be amazing. The dad uh, jokes are I'm way ahead crushing. Of the game. Crushing. Yeah. Um, the only person I want to mention is Bear Hunter because he's got the best name ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, OG uh, Appalachia State. Um, I have no notes on him, but cool name. Does anyone like know how... anything about? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, just the, the fact that it's spelled bear, not bear. Yeah, I love that. Well, it's the, the long tradition of Giants uh, Bears, Bear Pasco. You know, mm. can't forget. Bear, bear, bear Pasco. 
Bare uh, enough. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. I, I wish, I wish you could. I'm just gonna stop. I'm just gonna stop the recording. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there like a TV show, like a game show, where you can mute like certain contestants? I could do whatever I want. Actually, I can mute you. <laughs> uh, You're muted. Time out. No, no, I'm not gonna do that to you, Colin. We um, love you. Does anyone know anything about uh, Zion Gilbert, this cornerback from Florida Atlantic? There's not a lot on him, but he uh, is six feet tall and uh, has some pretty good scores with his uh, 40 yard dash. Um, his forty actually was what what dropped him four or five I think four four nine is what I say. Um, well, close enough. Well, it's a, a half a second faster. So no. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, he looked interesting. I, 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 I this is like uh, leading up to this podcast. The first time I saw him, he, apparently it's just he got away with a lot because he's naturally athletic, but doesn't have a lot of fundamentals. So I just thought it'd be an interesting mm. guy to flag, um, especially with that size. Um, and uh, yeah, just raw ability. So only thing I read from him was that he is very athletic for someone who did, who went undrafted. Yeah, huh. exactly. Oh, yeah. Raw skills, man. Also, okay. Dan, what's 4.5 minus 4.49. I thought you said Oh, well, yeah. No, no. Okay. I thought you said five, like five seconds. Oh, no, no. I said four, four five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. I feel, like, I feel like this is, this has been a lot of, uh, a lot of shit talking on this pod. I'm enjoying it. Oh, there's our curse for the day. Yeah, the one, oh, the one, man. The well, oh, yeah. hey, uh, your boy got it last week. It wasn't even one of us. Well, yes. Sam was just coming Damn. out hot. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Dropped the uh, the S bomb pretty hard. It was great. Colin, did you know Jeremiah Hall ran a four point nine forty? Yep. Jeez, Louise, man. Yeah, w- but that's the weird part, and why I was so interested. It's like, ha- and apparently he runs great routes, and he gets open. I know it's college, and it's it was actually four point nine six. Dan, yeah. oh. I I know it's four point nine six. Oh man, I'm gonna kick everyone off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> This is the worst. No, no, it's just going to be the Dan and Adriana podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be more informative, more uh, you know, relatable. People would love it, and uh, <laughs> we should watch the listen skyrocket <laughs> next week. Next week I'm on Big Blue because I got nothing to do on Monday night, so I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> you, you could catch up on Star Trek. Oh, I could. Um, all right, I'm drafted free agents. I mean, I, I don't have anyone else to talk about. Um, I have one more that I thought was kind of intriguing. Um, I don't know if you guys saw defensive tackle Antonio Valentino. Sounds like he's related to me. Um, From exactly from Florida, six, three, three, 12, a couple, some pretty good stats here. His senior year of high school. I love that they mentioned this because I thought it was hilarious. Um, He had 54 tackles, 10 and a half sacks, two forced fumbles, and he was a top rated recruit. And then at Florida, he, so he actually was at Penn state for four years before he went to Florida but in his last year at Florida, so he started eight out of 12 games. He had 11 solo tackles, 17 total, five quarterback hurries, one tackle for loss, one sack, and he blocked an extra point, nice. which nice. I don't remember the last time we've ever seen anyone on the Giants do that. I think it was so, JPP like many yeah, years ago. Like, like, he was, was still it, playing special it, teams. But that was <laughs> after when he had the glove, right? I think it was the after club. the yeah. finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was also a field goal against the Cowboys. It was a, quite a, a, a big kick, too. Also, uh, about Antonio Valentino, 
He keeps his hands active and is relentless in pursuit. So I guess he likes jazz hands a lot. I, I don't know what that means. You know, my favorite one <laughs> is, is just running behind you like this. Yeah, like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I love when they say they have heavy hands. I love that saying. What does that just mean? Imagine like them they just chop? like, which is like, once they like put their hands on you, it's just like extra weight. Bam! Heavy hands. Give it to them. Yeah, yeah. I do have one more because I do. I do uh, want to talk about uh, Jordan Mosley too, just because. Um, they say um, his forte is covering tight ends from the safety spot or from down in the nickel. So, wow, the Giants have never had a, a they've been able to cover tight ends ever. And, you know, this guy, I'm surprised he went undrafted, led, led Maryland in tackles with 83. Um, wow. Good in space, good at the line. He could play, as I said before, cornerback or safety, 6'1, 210. Um, hey, it sounds like a guy again at a thin position that could potentially, you know, make a difference in some some yeah. aspect. Yeah, cool. Um, all right, I think we've talked enough about uh, these guys that potentially. I know Adriana and I were texting briefly before this, and I was like, "How much research did you do for a bunch of guys you'll probably never hear from again?" And there we yeah. are. <laughs> I was just thinking, um, who yeah. is gonna out of all these guys? Who is gonna get cut? Like I just was thinking about. Quincy Roche, because someone made some comparison about one of the undrafted free agents to him. And I'm like, yeah. there's so many guys that I feel like are on the roster. Gary Brightwell that really weren't talked about that much that honestly are kind of forgettable a little bit For sure. um, that. I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see who makes the final 53 in the practice squad. Oh, yeah. Um, wait. Let's move on and talk about the schedule. But first, Colin, are you drinking a Bloody Mary? Oh, you asked me that last week, too. That's just like a health freak stuff. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's tasty, tasty juice. Just pomegranates and blueberries. Oh, it's yeah. that the, Ooh, the that it starts with an N, right? Yeah, Ningxia. Ningxia, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's tasty, um, it's tasty good stuff. Yeah. It's European. Um, it's European. Uh, Chinese, actually. <laughs> Same thing. Same this, thing. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having I'm having an IPA. It's eleven point three percent alcohol. Oh. Oh, you went with the light stuff tonight. Nice. Other hat. I'm wearing the hat too. What kind? What kind of IPA is it, TJ? Oh, let's see here, Dan. It's called Triple Mylar Daydream Imperial Oat Cream Triple Indian Pale Ale. Imperial Oat oh Cream. God. Fancy. What's the tongue feel? The tongue feel. Oh, it's, no, uh, no, it's mouth feel. Mouth feel. Yeah. <laughs> mouth feel. It's 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 a, it's you know the problem when you get to this much alcohol is that the beard tends Just to get a little sticky. It's yeah. a little sticky. Mm. So. You know, they do it really well, don't get me wrong, but I've had other triple IPAs that are just the undrinkable. This is actually delicious, but yeah. I They're wearing their hat. Yeah. Oh, which got, yeah, well, must be a big fan. <laughs> are, you, are you are you preparing for Sunday? Because Dan I did not per, I did not pay for this hat, just so you know. Anyway. Um, yeah, we're gonna go to Evil Twin on Sunday. Yeah, I'm pumped on that. That's yeah. gonna be it. We're gonna have a fun day. I just have to tell Scott to get there an hour before we get where we actually want to get there, so he shows up twenty minutes after we do. Smart. My brother can never be on time. I, I'm, you know, yeah. we're just rambling here, but we're going to uh, see a concert, the three of us together with my brother on uh, Sunday in Queens. Nice. I don't, I don't remember the last time the three of us went to a show together. Period, which is insane. MXPX, no idea. Eighth grade, possibly. Like <laughs> All right, schedule, guys. Um, briefly, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I, I like it. it. It seems to be pretty favorable, um, in my opinion. Adriana, what's your opinion just on the giant schedule in general? Well, I'm a little concerned because it says that we have one of the easiest schedules. And I feel like that should give us a lot of hope and optimism that we are going to win more games. 
but I just, I can't bring myself to do it. I have us going, my guess was somewhere between seven and 10. And if I'm feeling really optimistic, we go eight and nine. But I just, I think there's some games that I could really see us winning. I think we can beat the Panthers. I think we can beat the Lions and the Jags. I think we could beat the Commanders at least once. But can we pull through and beat teams like the Eagles and the Cowboys at least once? I don't know. I I really hope that we do, but I just I feel like we can because now I feel like we have all the pieces and we have the coaching and everything, but I just am not really willing to let myself get that excited. I agree. I I, I don't think I don't think that the schedule has any sort of weight on how we're going to end up doing this year. I think it, it all comes down to luck, uh, which is funny because. Uh, just a little bit of a, a segue here. I was talking to my dad last weekend. He was just like, I have a, a topic for you guys for the, for the podcast. I'm like, Oh, what's that? You have to elaborate on this. He texted me and we went to dinner and uh, he said, luck straight up that that's, that's the, the topic and how we've not had it for so long that we are bound to get some of it again. And it um, must I argue with that. Yo, your dad, your dad has his head in the clouds, man. Yeah. No, we, no, no, we, we there is no, 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 because <laughs> no, think about it though. You guys forget. We used to have luck and a lot of it back in the day and it yeah, doesn't we, happen. I will say there were a ton of games in the last few years that were decided, you know, in the end, in the fourth quarter, that being said, if you're letting yourself get into that position, that isn't a positive. Yeah. And that's no, no, no. But I'm, I'm, he's saying on top of like doing everything else right and putting the players, the right players in the right positions, and then having that little bit of football magic that gets just gonna like oh, om- like yeah. omitting the last few years and like the awful hirings and drafts. Yeah. And stuff. You're talking yeah. about like, but when- like Saquon's injury getting stepped on. That was just a total unlock. Un, right. Like yeah, unlucky sure. thing that doesn't happen that often. Like what are the chances that it happens to Saquon after he's just getting back? Those yeah. those kinds of things. Like I I would say I agree. That to me is super unlucky where I wouldn't say Jones's injury is like that's not really a luck thing. But, you know, kickers making 60 plus yarders that have never made them before. Like yeah. what are the chances that with three seconds left? they hit it you know those to me were unlucky or sure you know you're only uh, happened to us dexter lawrence goes off sides you know whatever it is Uh, i guess exactly who knows i think he was but is that luck i don't know i mean i would also it was a lot of luck to be in position to win any of those games too like i i don't know no one forced us to hire who we did hire as our coach and, and our general manager. And they did exactly what every other team thought they would do in far as ineptitude and, and putting the players on the field to be in the right space at the right time. Like there's bad luck, but I think there's also a lot of luck that like we are a way worse team than <laughs> like in, 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 and that's not in even Joe judge's first here. year or whatever, where they, we thought he was a, a God, uh, he got super lucky that whole season. Um, Remember, we didn't play like a team starting quarterback for like oh, yeah. thirteen out of like eighteen yeah. games. Like we were like that was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Bad, bad team team stuff is bad team stuff, and then you're unlucky. We're no, that was about, luck. No, not well, playing a starting yeah, I, quarterback yeah, for half your season. Won. I know, and that's it's unluck at the same time because we were garbage. no. That's your that means you're bad. <laughs> that means you're trash, and it's your fault. 
<laughs> luck or unluck? <laughs> luck or <laughs> a new poll series. Yeah, yeah. A, uh, a introduction to philosophy class for yeah. uh, community <laughs> colleges. Luck or unluck? It, it, yeah, it's it's uh, it's what's that uh, that math that we that we learned that was like not math. It was actually imaginary numbers. No, it was a theory. No, no. Uh, what is it? With uh, it, was it statistics? No, logic, 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 logic. That's it. Yes. With the P's and the T's. Yeah. What kind of math stuff? classes were you guys taking? Oh, regular so Regents math, New York City math, New York State math. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was silly. That was that logic. I love enjoyed. logic. Logic. Me game. too. And logic was easy because yeah. there wasn't yeah. numbers. Yeah. 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 Like that. yeah. Um, that schedule for me. Game. I mean, I'm just really looking forward to the Giants playing the Cowboys both on Monday night and especially on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like a scenario fantasy in my mind where like the Giants win like their first, you know, two games and then beat the Cowboys on Monday night football. And then people are like, Oh, maybe this team is legit. Maybe this team is going places and we can give our, you know, the new look giants a show to the, to the country and in prime time. Cause that's the only mm-hmm. two real games. Everyone's going to be watching. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Adrian, in terms of, of where I landed, when I, when I went down the line, I did end up at eight and nine, which I think is very generous. Um, but it does seem like, like you said, that there's games that can be won here. And if you can split with your division, I think they'll probably have trouble beating the Eagles. But I think they can split with the Commanders and the Cowboys for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love I love how favorable this is. I love kind of that Jaguars, Seahawks, Texans, Lions stretch in there yeah. to give yourself that confidence to go play the Cowboys on Thanksgiving and make us make you know make a statement. Um, that being said, at the end of the year, it seems like a hard stretch too. So. I, I do think the Giants have a better chance this year. Just if you look at the schedule and none of the other factors to, you know, succeed more just based on that. It, and those two of, games. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You. I was just going to say the two games leading up to the um, Thanksgiving game, were coming off a bye too, which mm-hmm. I think is going to be, if we're dealing with any guys with injuries, which part of that is what I'm hoping from a lucky standpoint is that we don't have any more horrendous injuries. Like we just have had the last couple of years. And I think the new strength and conditioning and all that kind of stuff is going to help. Um, and hopefully, you know, having those two games after the bye, I think could really help us be at home before the Cowboys. I, I should just mention we're talking um, week seven, starting week seven, Jaguars, Seahawks, bye, Texans, Lions, then Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that is an interesting stretch there. Quick quick note on the injuries. In a case of unluck, we have documented the worst fields in the NFL where everyone gets injured, and that's our choice, which makes it our unluck, and we did it to ourselves. It's not luck. Yeah. Um one thing yeah, I'll say about this can game. I, can I just say one quick thing, Dan? Is that I know I mentioned this before. Is that because the Jets and Giants both play in the same stadium, they have two guys to do the same job. So there's double the amount of people to maintain that field than other NFL teams. We have different practice facility, though. Yes, we do. True, true. Um, true. Where a lot of the injuries happen. Where a lot yeah. of the like <laughs> happens. Um, one thing that I'm most liked about in the schedule, I didn't even look to see the matchups or in the sequencing of it because um, I'm going to give that to you fresh off the dome is that I'm excited that there aren't any primetime ga- or there's only two primetime games. I much yeah, we prefer. Don't deserve them, so, well, no, I just, I just like much prefer not waiting an entire Sunday or waiting till like a Monday yes. and like k- being super excited to watch this. And every time seeing like just garbage product on the field, which I'm used to like this year, I think the product will be much more fun to watch and much more rewarding, but 
great. I'm going to be super happy to have it like done with by four o'clock in the afternoon. Most yeah. of the time, uh, especially if we want to get out to some tailgates. Um, yes. But uh, very, very happy that we don't have to like wait for Thursday night games or Monday night games all the time and uh, Sunday night games. We we play the Cowboys twice before we play the Commanders or the Eagles, and that's insane. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty wild. I feel like yeah, Cowboys. Yeah, usually that you know, ever since teams were trying to like throw you know either or sit their starters in the last few games, they always throw the divisional matchups at the end. So that is pretty interesting. Yeah, right? but you know, can you imagine trying to like? I mean, I'm sure a computer does it now, but can you imagine sit, sitting down and trying to make the NFL schedule? No, <laughs> aye, aye, aye. The, you know, fifty years ago, that must have been like taking taking a long time to it's figure really out. Hard. You know, I tried to make my fantasy league schedule one year, and it it was a real brain buster. Sure, it gets really hard. Now, probably someone just programmed this all. You type in all the team names that generate, can, and that's how you do it, later yeah. they made well, team schedules that work. Except for the the situations where you have like um, you know the Broncos pl- playing the the Seahawks. You know, oh well, I'm sure they go through with a fine tooth comb and move some stuff around to make it more interesting. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, the base yeah. work is done there. There's no conflicts, is, sure. as I guess what I'm. Yeah, they definitely at. program it for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else tonight, guys? Um, I'll say this. I'll say, I uh, I think I could have foreseen this happening, but there after all, like the the hullabaloo about Waddell Robinson in the second round. Every day I just find myself thinking more and more about what he's going to be like on the field. And it's just so fun, man. It's just so fun. Just like watch some of his highlights and just be like, there's like a whole world of possibilities. Like this guy can go any way you can, they can use him in so many different ways. Um, I have high hopes because I, I I still prescribe to the idea that this coaching staff and this front office know what they're doing. They have a very specific idea and a player like that is, is so cool to see what, smart people with a plan are going to do it. So um very excited for that. And, uh, and just overall excited to see what happens. Like I'm I just want to fast forward to, to preseason really. Yeah. This um, is going to be a long couple of months, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Make sure you turn into the podcast. Like in July, it's going to be <laughs> real interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> thank you guys tonight for listening. Um, please follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at BBU Pod Boys with a Z. Download that DraftKings app. Use promo code TPPN. Check out perk, perkclothing.com and uh, follow Adriana on Twitter and TikTok at NYG Fangirl. And Adriana, thank you for coming on tonight. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I want to make this feel like less of like you guys are like a guest spot and more of just like, you know, people who are contributing a lot. So I hope we have, yeah. to, have, have to have you back on sooner than later. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Thanks, Thanks for listening. So much. Guys. Have a good night. You too. See ya. Bye. Bye.